0: Um, we did find a renter and uh, so I want to thank you for your prayers and I want to let the church know I'll be going to Korea um, on December 4th and and I will um, return God willing on on December 12th and so I'll be going to take care of all those affairs of closing out our apartment and and all the um the phones and and everything there are health insurance and everything and um and then um, Brother Eshelman, he made a comment in his, in, in, when he was talking or when he was praying about, about a person here without Jesus being soul sick. And it, it, brought a, it brought something to my mind. I heard a missionary in Okinawa, Japan, Brother Ed Novato, I'll never forget, he said, If you are sin sick, you can be healed by Dr. Jesus Christ. And, and this morning, my friend, if that's you, Jesus can help you wherever you've been, he could wash it away. Whatever pain you have, he can heal it. Whatever wound is there, there's a balm in Gilead. Amen. He, he, he can heal. And then we need to pray for Brother Stevens. And again, Brother Mark Brockway's family. Let's pray and we'll get into the message. Heavenly Father, all oh, thank you for the privilege to be in the house of the Lord this morning. I am dependent and in great need of the help of the holy ghost to preach today. Lord Jesus, may your will be done, and may you help and speak to hearts. Change us, God, conform us to the image of your dear son, and perfect in that which in us, perfect in us that which lacketh concerning our faith. And God help us, I pray. We pray for the Brockways up in New York that as Brother Mark goes to give them the gospel, that you would arrest their heart in conviction and bring them to eternal salvation through the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray for Brother Stevens that you touch his body and for the many, many, many requests and needs of those that are sick, hurting, in the hospital, and suffering. God help them. Speak to hearts this morning and may the will of the Lord be done. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Luke chapter 14, verse number 25. Luke Luke chapter 14, verse number 25. Today I would like to deal with, with discipleship. When we think of discipleship, we think of a person sitting down with another individual and with a book and teaching lessons and teaching doctrines of the Bible so that a person can learn about God. That is very much a part of discipleship. But according to the Bible, in the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, discipleship goes much, much, much deeper than that. Discipleship cuts directly to the thoughts and the intents of your heart and my heart. And what we're going to do in following the Lord. In North, I believe, northeastern India. in the 19th century, in the Guru tribe of Assam, there was a man named Noksung. And Western missionaries had come there and preached the gospel for many years. And nobody got saved. Nobody's life was changed. And best I understand the story, they became discouraged. But they persisted in preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. And one day, a gentleman named Nok I don't know if I'm saying his name right, but that's how we would say it in English. He got saved. And not only him, but his wife and his children. They lived in a pagan society, a a heathen society. Now, I don't know if they were aware that they worshipped devils, but they did not worship the God of heaven. So whether with or without knowledge, they worshipped the devil and they followed the devil. And when Sung and his family got saved, their life was so... Drastically changed, that all the darkness around them saw the light and realized the difference, and it scared them. It terrified them. And word got to the chief of the tribe of Sam, and and the chief said to Noxung you need to recant, you need to stop what you are doing. You, you, you cannot, you, you cannot do this. And Noksung told the chief, I, I have believed on the Lord Jesus Christ as my savior and I will follow him with all of my heart. Noksung would not change what he believed. He would not move, even under the pressure of the chief of his village. And the chief said to Noksung after, after a great attempt to get Noksung to turn away from the gospel, he said, Noksung, if, if you will not turn away, then I will give the order to have your children thrust through with a dart. Could you imagine the pressure of Noxung? The life of his two boys was threatened before his very eyes because he believed on the Lord Jesus Christ. Noxung looked at the chief and he said, "I have decided to follow Jesus." Noxung watched as the darts were shot and thrust through his boys and they died. The chief said, Noksung, you you must turn away from this. And Noksung said, I I have decided to follow Jesus. And the chief said, Noksung, if you do not turn away, I will give the order and your wife will be killed as well. Noksung, he said to the chief, he said, though none go with me, still I will follow. No turning back, no turning back. That day, our brother watched his wife be executed because they believe the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And then the chief said, Noxon, if you do not recant, you will be put to death today. And Noxon responded to the chief, the cross before me, the world behind me, No turning back. No turning back. And you recognize those words. That's the words to the song that we sing. I have decided to follow Jesus. That's the origin of the song. The testimony of our brother. Who believed on the Lord Jesus Christ. My friend, in our day, there is a cheap Christianity among us. A Christianity Christianity so cheap that they say they believe in Jesus, yet they reject everything he said in his Bible. That's not Christianity. A Christianity so cheap that you preach what God said and people walk away from it. That's not Christianity. Here in verse number 25. And there went great multitudes with him. And he turned and said unto them, If any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. The first thing I see here in verse number 25 And there went great multitudes with him. There was a large crowd. And he felt led at this specific time to turn around and to tell this large crowd, all of them were not his disciple. My friend, I hate to say it this morning, but I think we would all know it's true. Every person here is not a genuine disciple of Jesus Christ. The Lord tells us here who is and who is not a genuine disciple. This is not my opinion. Neither is this your opinion. This is the word of the living God. And there went great multitudes with him and today everybody's enamored with the crowd. Oh, well, everybody else thinks it so it's okay. Well, that's not in the Bible. Well, everybody else does it, so it's okay. Well, that's not in the Bible. Jesus turned around and told a great crowd that many of them were not truly his disciple. And there went great multitudes with him, and he turned and said unto them, if any man. So this is, God does not have favoritism with you or with me. God is no respecter of persons. God's standard for you is the same for me. God's word is the same for you as it is for me. What's right is the same for you as it is for me. What's wrong is the same for you as it is for me. This inconsistency of they can do it and they can't, or it's okay there but not there, that's not of God. If any man, if any man, you or me, If any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters, yea, and his own life also, he cannot, he cannot be my disciple. Now, this word hate here, it doesn't mean to despise, but it means that Jesus is the preeminent one. It means that you are to love Jesus before others. That he is supposed to be preeminent in your heart, your life, your decisions. When you make a decision, when I make a decision, it can't be, well, well, what is my mom going to think? Or what is my dad going to think? Or what is my brother going to think? Or my sister? When it comes to following the Lord and doing what's right, it cannot be about that. But he said very clearly, if any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters, yea, in his own life also, sometimes you even have to decide against yourself. Sometimes I have to decide against myself. Things that I like or would want to do, but there's a problem. When I read this book, it disagrees with me. And friend, we all know that when the Bible disagrees with us, the Bible's not the one that's wrong. We are. And so we know that this does not mean to despise your father or your mother or your brother or sister because we're told to love them. We're even told to love our
1: enemies.
0: The Bible says that a man toward his wife is supposed to love her as Jesus Christ loved the church. That means unto death. The Bible teaches how a wife is to be to her husband or how children are to be to their parents. But the only way that that could really be fulfilled in righteousness is when we are what we need to be to God. When he is preeminent. When he is number one. But notice he says here, if any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters, yea, in his own life also. Notice these words. He can not be my disciple. That means that the Lord Jesus Christ has revoked permission. People may say that they're a disciple and we'll get to that in a minute. But the Lord is saying here who is a genuine disciple. We see here the commitment of discipleship. Absolutely. One thing that needs to be included in discipleship is, is lessons and teaching. It's included, but it's for the purpose that the heart will be captivated by Jesus Christ. Amen. Notice with me in verse number 27. And whosoever doth not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Notice the words there, my disciple. That's a possessive statement. Jesus Christ is taking possession of this disciple. That's why the apostle Paul could call himself the prisoner of the Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus said, this person, if they're not like this, they are not my disciple. Whosoever does not bear his cross... And come after me. We live in a day of convenience. If it's it's not the way I want it, or the way I feel, or the way I like, or the way others want it, or the way they like, or the way they feel, people just walk away. You remember in John chapter 6 when Jesus preached the truth? And what did they say? This is a hard saying. Who can hear it? We live in a day where people have itching ears and they want their ears to be tickled and, and to be made to feel good and religious, but, but they're not really living out what the Bible says. I pray that we here at Tabernacle can live out what God says. Amen. I believe that's the heart of this church and these people, that we live out what God says. Yes. Whosoever will not bear his cross. I don't know what your cross is. And I don't know, and you might not know what mine are. But we know what Jesus' was. Jesus's cross was laid on his back after he was beaten to a pulp. And he had to carry it outside of the gate. And then he laid down on it and was nailed to it and died on it. Our commitment to Jesus Christ should be so Deep that we don't flee from the cross that we have to carry for following the Lord Jesus Christ. And whosoever doth not bear his cross and come after me. This speaks of one dying to themselves and living under the Lord and following him. Can not be my disciple. So we see the commitment The commitment of a disciple is that Jesus is everything. Let me ask you a question, my friend. Is Jesus everything to you? Is he everything? Do you make your decisions of everything you do? Do you do everything about you? Is it about, well, what does Jesus think? Well, it should be if we'll be a true disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. And whosoever does not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. We see the cross of discipleship. Again, it's deeper than just sitting down in a classroom teaching a lesson. There's nothing wrong with that. But the purpose is that the heart will be captured so that people will follow Jesus Christ. But then we notice the next thing. If you'll read with me in verse 28. Through verse number thirty-three. For which of you, intending to build a tower, sitteth not down first and counteth the cost, whether he have sufficient to finish it? Lest haply, after he hath laid the foundation and is not able to finish, and is not able to finish it, all that behold it begin to mock him, saying, This man began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king going to make war against another king sitteth not down first and consulteth whether he be able with 10,000 to meet him that cometh against him with 20,000? Or else while the other is yet a great way off, he sendeth an ambassage and desireth conditions of peace. So likewise, verse number 33, whosoever he be of you that forsaketh not all that he hath, He cannot be my disciple. We see here the cost of discipleship. What will it cost to be a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ? Everything. It will cost me everything. And it will cost you everything. We live in a day when, when cost in the Islam um, religion is that, that people strap a bomb on and blow themselves up and kill themselves. Well, God doesn't want us to sacrifice our lives in such a way. God wants us to sacrifice our lives by giving it to him, yep. by forsaking all to follow him. Yes. What is it that you and I will not forsake to follow the Lord Jesus Christ? That, my friend, Is an idol. And that, my friend, is what would keep you or me from genuinely being a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. So the commitment, if we're going to be a true disciple, the commitment has to be deep. He has to be preeminent, the number one. Then may I say this the cross there's going to be something you will have to carry to follow Jesus. There's going to be something that is going to be difficult for you to follow Jesus. It may not be now, but it will come. Jesus didn't carry the cross the entire life that he had. But he carried the fact that he knew it was coming. And there in the garden when he prayed, Father, not my will, but thy will be done, he knew that it was coming. But he carried that cross. And then, may I say, there's the cost. What does it cost you to follow God? And then, last, verse number 34 and 35. Salt is good. And the Bible tells us to be salty. You know what salt does? It makes you thirsty. People say, well, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him drink. If you stick a salt block out there, he'll be drinking very quickly. Amen? Amen. Salt is good. But if the salt have lost his savor, wherewith shall it be seasoned? It is neither fit for the land nor yet for the dunghill. But men cast it out. He that hath ears to hear, let him hear we see here worthless christianity if we don't have any salt that means we don't make people thirsty i wonder do people want what you have i wonder do they want do they want the relationship with god that i have do they want the relationship with god that you have when i met people like bob garrett who walks with god and he'd walk into a room and the whole atmosphere would change Amen? Amen. Or you meet somebody that when they pray, the moment they pray, I mean, you know it's going to happen and friend, it happens. Well, that's what God wants us to be. Salt. Walking with him. But if the salt has lost its savor, wherewithal shall it be seasoned? It is neither fit for the land nor yet for the dunghill. But it... But men cash it out. We see the casting out of of false disciples. The Lord is not interested in that. Like he told the church at Laodicea, I would that you were cold or hot. Discipleship, it's all about him. I I intended to preach this last week and God told me to wait till this week. But it's all about him. If any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. That's what Jesus said. And whosoever doth not bear his cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. It's all about him. So likewise, whosoever he be of you, that forsaketh not all that he hath. He cannot be my disciple. It doesn't necessarily mean that you'll give up all you have, but it means that you would be willing to. Discipleship is not a series of lessons we study. It's surrendering to follow Christ. His word, not my way, not mine. His way, not mine. Has God ever just interrupted your way? You know what most of us do when God tries to interrupt our way? We fight him. You know what that shows us? That we're not really as sold out to him in his way as we think we are. Yep. His will, not my will. His wisdom, not mine. His work, not mine. He's the one that's worthy, not me. And a true disciple, this is a lifestyle of worship unto the Lord. He's the one being worshipped, not me. Yes. What Amen. are we doing, my friend? Are we walking with the Lord? Are we true disciples? Are we real? Or are we playing games? Let's pray. Lord Jesus, I pray your will be done today. Help me, help us to follow you with all our heart. May you make of us true disciples to be fully yielded unto you. Oh God, we can be very selfish creatures. And our heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. As you said, who could know it? But you said, I, the Lord, try the hearts. God, try our hearts this morning. Bring conviction where necessary. O Holy One of Israel, move among us Gentiles, this morning. Change our hearts, our lives. Have thine own way. In Jesus' name, amen. You can stand, you can be seated. We need to seek the Lord.
1: Take up thy cross and follow me. I heard my master say, I gave my life to ransom thee, Surrender your all today, Wherever he leads, I'll go, Wherever he leads, I'll go, i'll follow my christ who loves me so wherever he leads i'll go he drew me closer to his side i sought his will to know and in that will i now Abide wherever he leads, I'll go. Wherever he leads, I'll go. Wherever he leads, I'll go. I'll follow my Christ who loves me so. Wherever he leads, I'll go. My heart, my life, my all I bring to Christ who loves me so. He is my master, Lord and King, wherever he leads, I'll go. Wherever he leads, I'll go. Wherever he leads, I'll go. I'll follow my Christ who loves me so. Wherever he leads, I'll go. It may